Hey beautiful people, welcome back to Love and Light. It's your girl C, Sienna, Mamacita, you know who it is. Welcome back, or if this is your first time, welcome. Love and Light is a podcast about life. I try my best to be, share, and experience love and light in all of its forms. As we navigate life, why not process things through the lens of love? This space is me documenting my life through that lens and building a community rooted in authenticity. Today's topic is Latinidad. I asked you all what you wanted to know about me, my experience with Latinidad, and you all had some interesting questions. Truly, I could break this up into seven short episodes, but I just want to give it to you all at once, and I'll do my best to mark the different questions in the description if you just want to hear one part. But let the whole episode play and help me build my streams and engagement, please. Alright, let's just dive right in. I feel like the best way to start this off is to define some key terms. The original name for this month is Hispanic Heritage Month, and it runs from September 15th to October 15th. But I use Latinx Heritage Month because it is more inclusive in my opinion. The term Latinx, sorry, the term Hispanic refers to people or descendants from countries and places where the primary language is Spanish. The term Latino or Latina refers to people or descendants from Latin America. The main difference being that Brazilians are included in Latino Latina because it's a part of Latin America, but the primary language is Portuguese, not Spanish, so they're not Hispanic. Latinx is a new term and it's gender neutral, replacing the O or A, which is masculine and feminine, with an X, which is supposed to be gender neutral, referring to the same population. So, I use Latinx when talking about all people or descendants of Latin America to be as inclusive as possible, but as an individual, I am Latina because I am a woman. I feel like this is just important groundwork to lay down before getting into the conversation, so now we're all operating with common definitions, and I can go ahead and answer your questions. The first question I want to address is, how do you define Latinidad? I searched online, albeit a very brief Google search, and I couldn't find a dictionary definition. I think it's just like a social term that has been used to discuss one's relationship with their ethnic roots. For me, Latinidad is essentially the way that I express and experience being a Latina. The next two questions honestly are just my life story. They ask, how does it, being Latinidad, factor into your identity? And when did you start embracing your culture? I don't want to be too long-winded, so the most like spark notes version I can give you is yes, it is foundational to my identity, and I started embracing it in elementary school. Now, the actual truth with nuance and life is I grew up in South Florida. Shout out to anyone who knows where Homestead is. Both of my parents, all four of my grandparents, and as far back as I can trace my lineage, is Puerto Rican. Because of that, being Puerto Rican was the only identity I really knew. Identity formation is tricky, and the sociologist in me like really wants to pop out, but I'm going to try and keep it to the highlights. So, my entire family is Latino Latina, and South Florida has a large Latinx population. My Montessori was actually taught in Spanish, so my foundation of education was already culturally infused. Then, in elementary school, I was in a magnet school, 
So it was culturally diverse, but again, South Florida just has a lot of Latinx influence. I was actually interviewed by Telemundo because my friend and I were both Latino-Latina running for school president. I won. Love you, boo. You know who you are. But I say that to show, right, like the power of Latinx influence. So growing up being Latina was all I knew, right? It was the norm. I never really had to embrace my culture, so to speak, because it was the surrounding culture, it felt like. And at such a young age, I never really grappled with identity in that way. In middle school was the first time I really felt myself called to be proud of being Puerto Rican specifically because I went to a middle school in New York City and the majority, and I'm talking like 98% of the school, was Latinx. And of that, like 96% was Dominican. Dominicans and Puerto Ricans have this like weird, silly rivalry that in my opinion, actually makes no sense and is like lighthearted for me and I joke about it, but truly like runs deep for some people. So while being Latinx was still the norm in that situation, being Puerto Rican made me the minority. And then add to that that I'm light skinned and I don't speak Spanish fluently and I spoke even less back then than I do now. It really made me feel like an outcast. Middle school was honestly the first time I questioned my Latinidad because I felt like it was being questioned by others. I felt like it was being invalidated by others, to be honest. My my experience of being Latina did not look like the norm around me, right? The new norm in New York City was very different from the norm in Homestead. My family didn't migrate because Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, and so all Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens. My nuclear family is all lighter-skinned. We spoke English primarily at home, etc. So basically, middle school was a nuanced time of identity exploration, as it is for anyone, honestly. Um, But for me, it was defining for myself what it meant to be a proud Puerto Rican and not just a proud Latina. I came to the conclusion back then that I needed to learn more about the island's history, my family's history, really commit to learning more Spanish, knowing the staple Puerto Rican meals, and my personal favorite, the dances. For me, those were the aspects of culture that I felt would validate me in other people's eyes and strengthen my tie to the Puerto Rican roots. Then I went to boarding school for high school, which naturally is a predominantly white institution, That was the first time in my life where I actually felt like a minority, and there's a lot of reasons for that, not just ethnicity, but that's the topic for today, so I'm going to stay on track. In high school, I was a dancer, New Yorker, program kid, etc. And no matter what the context was, I felt like my culture always seemed to play a much bigger role than I had noticed prior or expected going into it. In dance... My body was one of the largest, heaviest, curvy, uh, stereotypical Latina body, contrasted by all of these like very thin, lean other bodies around me. Being from Florida and New York, a lot of my slang was in Spanish or Spanglish and considered ghetto, and I really had to learn how to like code switch. Being a program kid was interesting because all of the programs that I knew of were for students of color, so A lot of us program kids were Latinx or Caribbean and 
connected on that foundation. And then in college, I went to another PWI, at this time in LA. And the majority of the Latinx community was South and Central American, which is very different from Caribbean Latinx culture. And Caribbean Latinxes tend to be on the East Coast, right? Cubans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans. I say all of this to point out that my, like so many others' experiences and relationship with Latinidad is super nuanced. The next question is, how do I embrace my Latina roots? Honestly, I do and I don't, and I say that because being Latina is intrinsic to who I am, so by being myself, I'm embracing those roots. Throughout my journey with Latinidad, which I very briefly outlined for y'all, I discovered that there truly is no blueprint for how to be Latinx. You don't have to speak Spanish, you don't have to be a certain skin tone, you don't have to eat a certain way or be a certain religion. There is no one way to be Latinx. There is no right way to be Latinx. I love Caribbean food. I love my maduros and tostones. I love dancing salsa and bachata. I love the sense of community I feel when I speak Spanish with someone. I love all of that. But that's not by force or consciously telling myself, embrace your Latina roots. It's, you know, a nature of nurture, I guess, and nature and all of those things. That's just what I enjoy doing. So it is embracing my culture for sure. But I want to be clear that if you don't do any of that, it doesn't mean you aren't embracing your roots. The next two questions I'll answer in tandem. They are, what are your favorite things about your culture? And what makes you feel most in sync or in tune with your Latinidad? By far, my favorite thing about being Puerto Rican and being Latina in general is the community. And being in community with other Latinx people makes me feel most in sync and in tune with my Latinidad. I can't explain it any better than Latinidad makes me feel like I'm a part of something bigger than myself. The rich history of Puerto Rico itself Nonetheless, the way Latinx people in general have created new connections through being Latinx in the U.S. and all of us navigating that identity formation in our own way together is just such a beautiful thing. Our histories are rich and nuanced, full of pain and resilience and triumph and power. And when I'm surrounded by my community, be it my family, my friends, or randomly walking into a salsa party on the streets of New York. There's just such an energy and livelihood that courses through me. The last question and topic is diversity within the Latinx community. I alone cannot say everything or be the sole authority on this by any means. And I want to get that out there. And I do think it's important to speak on. Diversity within the Latinx community is so multifaceted. If I had to break it down, I would say the two main like realms, I guess, of diversity or pillars, I can't really think of the correct word. I hope that you understand what I'm saying. Our nationality, so you know, being American versus Mexican versus Salvadorian versus Dominican American, Mexican American, Salvadorian American, etc. and race, which truly is so complex. Nationality plays a big role because the cultures vary, right? Central American Latinx culture shares more 
amongst each other when compared to Caribbean Latinx culture and vice versa. But Latinx people in general all share common cultural aspects. And then race really is its own episode. And again, by no means am I like the authority. Um, I'm just giving my brief view because I do think it's important to touch on. Um, So yeah, race is nuanced, right? Because you have black Latinx, you have Afro Latinx, you have white Latinx. But then for some people like myself, race doesn't feel foundational to my identity. What I mean by that, because I want to explain, and again, this is my experience, I'm only speaking for myself, but as y'all know, right, my Latinidad and being Puerto Rican was always core to my identity. It was core, like, to my family's history, the way I was raised. It was something that was just always, like, socially and verbally reiterated to me. I was always told, you're Puerto Rican and surrounded by Puerto Rican and Latinx culture in general, so that was always emphasized as core and central and foundational to who Sienna is as a person. Race never was, and even in like legal situations or testing situations, when they ask you like race slash ethnicity, it's normally grouped together. It was listed just as that, right? Race slash ethnicity. Seldom has it been separated. When I have to separate them, I mark white as race because I have white skin and I acknowledge that, but I wouldn't say that I'm a white woman. I would say I'm a Puerto Rican woman because my culture and the way it informed my upbringing is the way I navigate this world. I don't navigate the world thinking I'm a white woman, but I also acknowledge that People may see me and think that, and I benefit from white privilege, and there's so much nuance there that I can't do it justice in this episode, but I guess that's my basic outline of my experience when it comes to my relationship with race versus ethnicity. And I was actually talking to my cousin Amanda, shout out to you if you're listening, yesterday, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it was yesterday, about race and diversity in the Latinx community. Because they're, you know, my family, my nuclear family is all white, white passing, light skin, however you want to call it. But my extended family on both sides is a variety of shades, right? As are all Latinx people in general. There is no one race for a Latinx person to be. And I don't want to like expose too much what Amanda said because that's not my position. But we were having this conversation about conversations we've had with other people as well as sharing our own experiences and really just understanding that for so many people, like, you can acknowledge, okay, I have white skin, people could perceive me as white, or I don't have white skin, but I don't have black skin, or, you know, brown skin, obviously, black people are not actually black. But that idea of, like, I know I'm not white, but I wouldn't identify with like calling myself black because that's never the way I've navigated the world. I've always navigated the world as being a Latinx person. And so that culture, your ethnicity was what was emphasized as like your foundation and your identity. 
race wasn't a thing for us and you know some of our friends and whatever and so I really have been thinking about that and I think about this for myself often in terms of like calling myself a woman of color because that has been how I was raised is that you're a woman of color you're Latina you're Puerto Rican you're Caribbean etc and I'm proud of that um and also I benefit from white privilege and some people see me and say oh I knew that you were like mixed or Latina or something I knew you weren't white just by looking at you other people are like oh I thought you were like Italian or European or Spaniard or whatever thinking that I am white right and so it's like very nuanced and this is me just being really vulnerable with y'all it's not to educate you by any means I guess it's just to be real right I say that this is about a community being rooted in authenticity and so I have to model that and I don't have an answer this is something that I like grapple with all the time and I literally posted a poll has to be like two years ago maybe three where I just asked would you consider me a woman of color and like the vast majority like 98% of people said yes and honestly I want to say like maybe three or four people said no I know two people in particular and what's interesting is that one of them is a woman of color and one of them is not a woman of color and so it was interesting to have like those two people in particular say no I wouldn't consider you a woman of color and so I just thought about that and you know in thinking about that it it has never led to a conclusion it has always simply been something that I found interesting and that I don't really know what to do with it makes me think of this time where my friend was like I saw you and thought you were white and then I spoke to you and I knew you weren't white but it wasn't because like I had said I'm Puerto Rican or whatever it was just the way that I spoke right they were implying that like the way that I spoke they knew I wasn't white and honestly part of me thinks that's problematic I don't really know what to make of that just like full transparency I guess that's really it right like ethnicity and race but also like how informed your upbringing is by either or both of those and for me like I acknowledge that everyone has ethnicity and has a race but to what degree like do you I guess put it on someone I don't know that doesn't feel like the right phrasing um and now I'm just kind of going on a tangent so I want to cut it off but that again is just my experience and like some of the thoughts in my head about race versus ethnicity and there's so many other people like me in the latinx community who have varying degrees of influence where race was a more important factor or ethnicity was a more important factor or the combination and the difference of calling yourself a black latinx versus afro latinx and you know i can't speak on that because it's not my experience but i guess just for all of my latinx community members family listeners um it's totally okay to be grappling with these things and i guess i just want to validate that it's okay to still be figuring out your own identity 
even after college, even as an adult, even as someone who has for years been marking certain things on papers and then one day you change it or, you know, you grew up with everyone calling you the English version of your name, but you want them to pronounce the accent. Those are all like, you're right. And so I just want to put that out there. I know diversity feels like a weird topic to end the episode on, especially because it's a solo episode, which is like the total opposite of diversity. But I wanted to address all of the questions and topics that y'all sent in. And again, I think it really is an important part to discuss. I hope that my rambling on diversity has given you some sort of value, validation, something to think about. I hope it did something positive for you. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted a question or a topic. I really super, super appreciate it when you all engage with me. I know it sounds cheesy and it feels like everyone wants to be a content creator nowadays, but I truly am super committed to building this community with you all and I'm so grateful to have you be a part of this journey with me, especially at the beginning Um, and as I'm expanding my platform, navigating life and really just trying to amplify the love and light that this world has to offer. I love you all so much. Follow Podcast on Instagram. It's the official Instagram page for the podcast, but you can follow me if you want just because you love me. That's great too. So yeah, follow the official Instagram page to stay up to date, learn more about guests, see firsthand when I release episodes, things of that nature. I'm currently collecting voice memos, preferred, and DMs from any Latinx community members finishing the sentence, I am proud of my Latinx heritage because... Details about that project are on the Instagram, so please check it out. I would love to have you involved. Have a beautiful day, night, week, whenever you're listening to this. And without further ado, love and light, beautiful people.